So here's the big question. How do normal people like you and I break bad habits that are keeping us from meeting our potential, create good habits, and then leverage those habits to live swell, or in other words, to live our dreams? That's the big question, and the Swell Habits Podcast is where to find the answers. I'm Caden, the Habits Guinea Pig, and welcome to the Swell Habits Podcast. What's up, guys? Caden here, host of the Swell Habits Podcast. Today's big question is, how do we stop wanting what we can't have? You've probably heard that phrase before, we want what we can't have, and it's something that I believe is absolutely true. And I will illustrate that point with a story about myself as a kid. So when I was a kid, I uh, I ended up having to get foot surgery from a soccer injury, and my life went from very active to sedentary, and I put on some weight. I think I was eight years old at the time. And I have a loving older sister who thought it was her job to step in and help me control that. And what ended up happening is that she would, you know, remove sweets and different things I was eating throughout the day and she would really restrict me and and basically make me only eat what she would give me and that plan actually totally backfired and the reason was is I started wanting just absolutely craving what I couldn't have and that was sweets so I went and would find would find the uh, the hidden candy drawer that everybody has in their house I would go to friends houses and just pig out abnormally any chance I got, it was just a total scarcity mindset and like it was my last meal and I would just pig out and instead of losing weight, I actually ended up gaining weight. And I learned an important principle that, you know, unfortunately I haven't carried with me through my whole life because I've made these same mistakes again recently, but the principle is this. If the behavior that you're trying to control is something that you can still do in moderation and it won't harm you, Meaning, for me, we're talking about sweets here, right? Sweets are okay in moderation. They're not okay every day. So if the behavior that you're trying to control is something that you're going to be okay doing in moderation, then that's what you should do. And the reason is this. If you totally restrict something out of your life, say you love ice cream. I love ice cream. And just recently, I've tried to totally restrict myself from from having those things. It backfires. And then I'll get tempted and I'll cave And instead of just eating, you know, a normal amount of ice cream, I'll go into scarcity mode and think, man, this is my my last chance, so I'm going to pig out. And I pig out, and you know what ends up happening? It backfires. I don't end up losing weight or getting any healthier because I want what I can't have. So that's my tip for you today. If you can do it in moderation, do it in moderation. Don't restrict yourself fully. The objection you might have to that is, well, what if it's something that I can't do in moderation? What if it's drugs or alcohol or I don't want to smoke anymore? I have two tips for you in that case. The first tip is this. I I heard this phrase growing up. I come from a religious family, and they would say, stand in holy places. So what does that mean for you? Whether you're religious or not, doesn't matter. Standing in holy places meant this. Don't go to places where you're going to be tempted to do bad things. It's the same exact principle for yourself. If you want something that you can't have and you really can't have it because it's detrimental to your health, even in moderation or your life, then don't go to the places where it's easy to get and where you're tempted to do it. And uh, tip number two for that scenario is find a behavior to replace, you know, that thing that you want but can't have. So, for example, a lot of people will get uh, like the, the chewing gum that helps smokers quit. They'll do patches. Um, people that, that are quitting coffee, 
will use uh, a barley drink that tastes just like coffee but doesn't have the, the caffeine content. Um, things like that, right? Because if you can find something to replace that bad behavior that at least satisfies that, that craving to the point that you have the strength to avoid it, you're going to be in a lot better position than if you just try and quit cold turkey. So those are my tips for you today, guys. How to stop wanting what you can't have, remember. First, if you can do it in moderation, do it in moderation. Number two, if you really can't have it, avoid those places where you're tempted to do it or it's easily accessible. And number three is find a healthy replacement behavior um, to start doing in place of that thing that you can't, can't do or can't have to help you avoid it. Those are the three things. That's all I got today, guys. I'm outside of the gym right now on day 22 straight of working out. I'm headed towards 66 days, which is the average number of days that it takes to develop a habit. So that's my habit I'm working on right now. And uh, happy to be at day 22. It's getting a lot easier to go to the gym. It's using a lot less of my willpower than you know it did in the prior days. So I'm feeling it. I'm feeling motivated to keep going. I feel like I've I've gotten over the hump. And I hope that uh, that's the same for you and whatever habit you're trying to develop right now, too. Hey, if you're enjoying this, please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I just, you know, I give tips every day. I'm a normal, ordinary guy trying to share things that I learned from, from these books and this fascination that I've developed with habits. Um, and also, let your friends know. If they want to develop small habits and live an extraordinary life like you do, point them here. Thanks, guys. That's all I got today.